Welcome to the Bourbon Pulpit. Background audio is provided by freesound.org. Let's join the conversation. So the thing with Trump's executive orders, he just, Jesus fucking Christ, he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> say, say what you really think. He's a fucking lunatic and I can't wait till he's been impeached. Or until he just drops of a massive fucking stroke because he's getting there. Well, I think actually he's going to end up in jail, but yeah, go ahead. Have you you heard the latest about how he freaked out and is insisting that Obama's office back when he was still president was keeping him under surveillance? Um, yeah, they weren't. <laughs> I mean, this is some this is some straight up North Korean dear leader madness shit. He's gone completely off the rails, and he wasn't really solidly on them to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I've like most people, I've got somebody in the uh, in the West Wing, not like a friend, but a a guy I know who knows a guy who knows a guy. Mm-hmm. He's losing his fucking shit. Uh, he is furious that uh the the russia thing with sessions drew so much attention off of his congress speech seriously he was like spitting fire about this he is fucking furious and apparently because his speech did so well that was the reason why they didn't put out the new muslim ban which i don't think we're ever gonna see now because please (laughs) we're gonna see it tomorrow Oh, really? Yeah. It's finally coming out it's tomorrow? It's finally coming out tomorrow. Because, I mean, they said Tuesday was going to come out Wednesday. Then they said Wednesday was going to come out Thursday. Then maybe Friday. So so you think definitely it'll come out tomorrow? I think he's saying it'll come out tomorrow. Oh, you know what? And then the courts will strike it down again. And then... What a mess. Yeah. It's... What a mess. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, so let's go through these. Not in, my president. In order. First one. Issued day one. Executive order minimizing the economic burden of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act pending repeal. So wait, you just printed out all his executive orders and brought them here with you? Yeah, I just had them in my bag. Because I'm that kind of nerd. Yeah, you are a nerd. All right, go ahead. Okay, so we've talked about the Affordable Care Act beforehand. and, And about the thundering, terrifying numbers of people who find nothing wrong with the statement oh man I can't wait till they get rid of Obamacare and uh, uh, so that it stops getting in the way of my ACA benefits yes I know I've I've wanted to, to like tear my own eyes out yeah yeah morons yeah it's like Guys, okay, you don't like it because the black guy pushed for it. I get that. That's why. But could you at least pretend that you have a better idea? I mean, it's it's complicated. I mean, who was it that was that was quoted as saying, "Who knew that healthcare could be this complicated?" And and Bernie almost shat himself laughing on television. I thought that was Trump. I think that might have been Trump. Guess what, motherfucker? It is complicated. That's why it took him until Obama's term to to even get close to figuring this shit out. I mean, Bill Clinton tried to do this. Yeah, I mean, you've got hospitals and other healthcare providers who set up in a for-profit healthcare system 
trying to switch gears to what is ultimately a not-for-profit, not so much a not-for-profit, but taking steps in that direction, of course it's going to be fucking complicated. So, okay, if you've got a better idea, let's hear it. If you don't, then admit it that you that you're down on it because you know because obama and that's an awful you're wasting a whole bunch of time and ultimately taxpayer money you're just throwing that down the toilet because you're angry at obama and fuck that well and the thing is too that the republicans try to say that oh government shouldn't be in charge of our health care you know and it's like okay guess what this is what the American people need. Every other country, every other like Western country has better health care than we do because the government's in charge of their health care. Yeah. Stop being jerks and stop pretending that you care about small government. And that's the thing. They're, they're no longer saying, oh, we're doing this because government shouldn't be in charge of your health care. They've taken one look at that and run screaming from the abyss, and now they've moved the goalpost to, oh, we we just want to put this de- these decisions in the hands of the state government, the federal government. What we were really saying is that the federal government right. shouldn't be in charge of your health care. And that's what I meant. That's what I yeah. meant when I said that. But it's like, yeah, please but, stop pretending you care about states' rights. Right? Yeah. But please but, stop. But this the states they were not in their original statement. They they started with the government shouldn't get involved with, uh, shouldn't be in charge of your health care. And then they realized that, you know, that was fucking stupid on its face. Mm -hmm. So, like, well, what we really meant was... But it doesn't fucking matter. That's even dumber. Because, sure, on paper, making it more local and making your state more responsible for your health care to handle any needs that might be peculiar to that state, that sounds good on paper. But not all states are equal with regard to resources. Well, and the thing is, too, that when the ACA was set up, each state was supposed to have their own um, website that you could go to. I forget what they were called, but that your own exchange, its own exchange that you could go to. I mean, it was supposed to be on a state by state basis. It wasn't supposed to be one overweening thing. Yeah. It's just that it was it was like one plan, but every state could implement it in their own way. And a lot of the states couldn't get ready on time, and so you had people going to the central exchange in the end anyway. Yeah, and ultimately that's a bad idea because let's say you get some very peculiar form of a very aggressive disease. Wow, I hope you live in California (laughs) so that, you know, your state has the resources that they feel like they can afford to treat you because if you live in West Virginia... If you know if you present with anything more complicated than the fucking flu, well, too goddamn bad. And the thing is, too, a lot of these, um, a lot of insurance isn't bound by what state you're in. Yeah. Just as an example, I used to work for a company that was based in South Carolina, but I was living, well, when I first started working for them, I was living in Alaska. Mm. Their South Carolina insurance wasn't going to really apply to me. Yeah. But the fact that it was Blue Cross of South Carolina meant that I could use Blue Cross. Whereas if it had been Sam and Joe's little South Carolina only, they couldn't have had people. And I was I was a contractor for the federal government. So, hello, I was supporting the fucking Fed. And I wouldn't have been able to have insurance if we didn't have this concept of insurance being wherever you are. Yeah. 
You don't have insurance just in your own state. You, you can't because yeah. then you could never have companies that were headquartered in one state and had employees in another state. I mean, hell, just here in the in the district. You know, how many people actually live in the District of Columbia who work there? I live in, in the state of Maryland and work in Virginia. <laughs> you know, please. Yeah, Sorry. it's just, it, it's fucking stupid is what it is. Uh, okay, number two. That's our prez. Yeah. Executive order expediting environmental reviews and approvals for high-priority infrastructure projects. Allow me to translate from the, tr- from the Trump. God damn it, I'm so angry at those people who don't want me to put in the Dakota Access Pipeline. I mean, we only wanted to put it there because we couldn't we couldn't route it through where it was going to because if it broke, then white people might have their water fucked up. Oh, yeah, the people who matter. Oh, yeah, and, and I mean, Trump doesn't stand to profit at all from the Dakota Access Pipeline, does he? Actually, he does. Because he owns stock in the holding company that is doing the pipeline. Yeah. Major so. fucking conflict of interest, as we've discussed. Oh, it, that can't possibly be a conflict of interest. Remember, as president, he can't have conflicts of interest. As president, he can't even kiss my ass. I wouldn't want him anywhere near. <laughs> he can fuck himself. I'm getting sick of this shit. I mean, when was the last time single-issue legislation like this was a good idea? When was the last time something happened that pissed off some rich motherfucker in a suit and they drafted legislation to make the bad thing go away and it turned out to be a good piece of legislation? I can't never. Think of it has never happened because reactionary single-issue legislation like this is always bad. It's always bad. Always. No, it, I agree. If you can find one example of reactionary single-issue legislation like this that that didn't have, at best, massive problems, I will eat the corn out of your shit. Okay, honey, first of all, I don't really want you to do that. <laughs> Second of all, um, I can't think of one, so we're good. And I guess you knew that when you mm-hmm. said that. But I, I don't want to start looking because, God forbid, I find one. Yeah. Third on the list, January 25, executive order enhancing public safety in the interior of the United States. What? Trump likes to point at Chicago and, let's be real, other cities that in Detroit and other cities that have a lot of black people and scream about all the crime and how... Oh, is it about black people again? Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking racist. We know they're, they're, they're crime magnets, right? Yeah, to say nothing of the fact that uh, West Palm Beach, which is where Mar-a-Lago is, has a similar crime rate per capita, pretty much the same per- crime rate per capita as Chicago. So, you know. Have you ever been to Palm Beach? Uh, no, never had the uh, the pleasure. I have. I'm sorry. Yeah. Quote, sanctuary. I wouldn't go there to take a shit. <laughs> it so it's it's twofold here. He's saying, "Oh, let let's send the cops into to those inner cities to, so that they can take care of those urban youth." And uh also, you know, screaming and hollering about sanctuary cities. Oh Quote, God. "Sanctuary jurisdictions across the United States willfully violate federal law in an attempt to shield aliens from removal from the United States." These jurisdictions have caused immeasurable harm to the American people and to the very fabric of our republic, end quote. 
Be specific, asshole. Name even one actual problem caused by sanctuary cities and the people who live in them. And maybe back up your claims, you know, with a source more serious than Breitbart. Because as it turns (laughs) out, a study by uh, UC Riverside and Highland College found that there was no change in crime rate between sanctuary cities and similar-sized non-sanctuary cities, or sanctuary cities and their crime rates before they became sanctuary cities, obviously adjusted for uh, median changes in crime rate. I feel much safer knowing that sanctuary cities exist. Yeah. So. Sanctuary the studies show that sanctuary cities, if they have a change in crime rate at all, the crime rate goes down. This is another freak out that's, reaction, that's a reaction to a single issue from the undocumented immigrant who, uh, who, who killed that white lady in San Francisco. That's where this all started. I think that's why, I think that's why Trump you know, got this wild hair up his ass because one of them, our illegals, had the goddamn gall to kill some white lady before Trump could pay her to pee in his hair. And by the way, Trump, just in case you ever ask, you can't pay me enough to pee in your hair. Not even if you were on fire, asshole. Yeah, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't pee in your hair to put it out. Here's an interesting bit in that same uh, executive order. Quote, the presence of such individuals in the United States, and he's referring to undocumented immigrants, and the practices of foreign nations that refuse the repatriation of their nationals are contrary to the national interest, end quote. How the fuck is he planning to solve that? You you march somebody up to Fredonia and, uh, and tell the border guard, hey, hi, this guy, he belongs here. He's from here. He snuck into our shit. We don't want him, so take him back. And the border guard says, "Nah. What are you gonna do? Get a catapult? You're gonna do a war, dude? You're gonna fly? You're gonna fly over him and just airdrop the motherfucker? You don't build get... a wall. Build a wall. Jesus Sorry. Christ! I don't even seriously. Yeah. You would. You'd have to like airdrop the guy. Yeah, just you know, kick him out the airplane while hollering "No backsies!" out the back of the airplane, super loud. Guess what? An executive order is not law. You don't get to. You don't even get to write law in your own country. What the fuck makes you think you get to write laws in other countries? What the hell? Oh God, What's wrong just, with you? They should keep this man away from from a pen. That's all I can say. Another thing that that just kills me is that you know he's saying, well, if these sanctuary cities don't get stomped down by their states, then we're going to deny federal funding to the states. You know where a lot of those sanctuary cities exist? In states that don't really need federal funding. California, for existence, uh, only takes in about 61 cents for every dollar it sends the Fed. California would be doing better if it, if it didn't have to worry about federal funding. Yeah, honestly. So, like, they don't care, Trumpo. Yeah, it's, it's just full of fear-mongering, vague... Bullshit. Wham, wham, wham. Uh, let's see. The Secretary of State shall, to the maximum extent permitted by law, ensure that diplomatic efforts and negotiations with foreign states include as a condition... Uh, 
precedent the acceptance by those foreign states of their nationals who are subject to removal from the United States. Okay. So, how's that going to work? Hey, Colombia. We want you to take your dudes back. Nope, we don't want them. Please, pretty please? Nah. Okay, well, we'll stop. We'll, We'll stop giving you foreign aid. You haven't been giving us much foreign aid lately anyway, and okay, we'll just make money off the cocaine and heroin trade again, I guess. But we really don't want you to do that. Too bad. You don't get to set policy in other countries. Jesus Christ. Uh, Another bit. Agencies shall, to the extent consistent with applicable law, ensure that their privacy policies exclude persons who are not United States citizens or lawful permanent residents from the protections of the Privacy Act regarding personally identifiable information. He's going out of his way to enable identity theft. So, I mean, I I, I get it on the surface. He's all, well, if they're not citizens, they, they shouldn't get the same protections. Well, this will make enforcement harder. Let's take a Ferdonian. His name is Tim. He knows that there's another Ferdonian in town called James. Tim decides, hmm, I want to go be, I want to go do some fucked up reprehensible shit, but I don't want to get caught for it. The cops obviously can't tell any Ferdonian apart from any other, and neither one of us are officially here anyway, so he just uh, either you know, mugs James and steals his ID or whatever, or just makes up something to look like it, goes out, knocks over a liquor store, whatever, goes on a rampage, does whatever he fucking feels like, and drops his wallet. So now the cops are out for James, and Tim gets off scot-free. Enabling identity theft makes their job harder. It makes no goddamn sense. And on top of it, it's just stupid. It's like, really... Real, I mean, what 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 is even the point? What is even the point of not allowing them the same protection from... Just to be an asshole. Speaking of being an asshole, Executive Order, Border Security and Immigration Enforcement Improvements. Oh my god. More fear-mongering, more demi-illegals. Uh, makes mention of a recent surge of illegal immigration at the southern border with Mexico, even though the DHS hasn't provided data on illegal immigration rates since 2015. Uh, this is this is where... Well, those, those are the people. Those are the three million people. They, they came in at the border and voted illegally. Those, ah. are, those, are, those are the reason why he didn't win the popular vote, but managed The reason to he win didn't the win the popular vote is vote. because what? he's a flaming fucking asshole. More more shit about, oh, we're going to build the wall. You know, no idea yet on who's going to pay for this. A whole, oh, we are. A whole bunch of, let, let's get more border guards, let's upgrade the facilities, no idea who's going to pay for it. And by the way, by the way, the border guards and immigration, guess who they work for? Guess what, what federal agency they work for? Tell me. Uh, DHS. Yeah. So... So guess who loses? The Coast Guard. Yep. The only decent member, the only decent component in DHS, the Coast Guard, our oldest military and the worst funded. Yep. They're going to lose by this. Yep. 
Let's see. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, here we go. Federal-state agreements. It is the policy of the executive branch to empower state and local law enforcement agencies across the country to perform the functions of, a, of an immigration officer in the interior of the United States to the maximum extent permitted by law. Who's going to train them for that? Because immigration law is kind of fucking complicated. The, the immigration officials can't get it right the half the time. Yeah, the immigration officials can't get this shit right. What makes them think, you know, Joe fucking deputy from fucking Mayberry is going to have a handle on this? What are you going to do? Send him a library card, an Amazon wish list? And who's going to fund it? Uh, just a paper bag saying if their skin is darker than this, kick him the fuck out? Yeah, well, probably. But who's going to fund it? Exactly. How who's are they going to fund this? this? And, okay, okay. What if they're in? What if they're in a sanctuary city? There we go. And actually, he mentions this. He freaks out some more about sanctuary cities. I always thought this this his freak out about sanctuary cities was kind of fucking hilarious because the Republicans in general are all about states' rights, states' rights, states' rights, states' rights. Except on this issue, either states have rights or they don't. You don't get. They don't have the rights that Trump doesn't like. Yeah. Just come out and say it. We we. We, when we say states' rights, what we really mean is fuck the poor. But yeah. you're using states' rights and claiming that states have rights. And no, that's not what it means. It means fuck the poor. They don't really... That's what gets me. That the executive branch has never cared. And, and the Republicans in general. They don't care about states' rights. They don't give two shits about states' rights. If they did, then they'd be holding town halls during recess week. Oh, wait! Who did that? Who did that? The Democrats did that. Yeah, the Republicans are scared to. They don't dare. They know they're going to get their asses kicked. Yeah, publicly they they sob about how the town halls get flooded by paid protesters. But... Where's my check? Yeah. And, you like like most other political wonks, I know a couple people inside offices. And privately, they admit that the protesters are all real. They, they don't hold town halls because they're, they're afraid of being put in a position where they have to tell the truth. Yeah. Let's see. Number five, executive order protecting the nation from foreign terrorist entry into the United States. This is the immigration one. Oh, is, got that, the, struck is down. that the Muslim ban? Yep, the Muslim ban, which was already struck down as, on, as unconstitutional, which I found interesting because the, uh, the countries that were mentioned in the ban, Libya, Sudan, Somalia, Yemen, Syria, Iran, and Iraq, countries that don't have business ties with Trump. And in the next version, they're taking Iran out, they say. Oh, how the fuck about that? Mm. Yeah, uh, Trump must be opening a check-cashing joint in there. <laughs> And the countries that do have business ties with Trump, Turkey, Azerbaijan, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, those are conspicuously absent from the executive order, although I'm sure that's just a coincidence. <laughs> Number <Sorry>. six. <laughs> executive order, uh. ethics commitments by executive branch appointees. Ethics commitments by executive yeah. branch appointees, huh? Yeah, this is a fight. Basically, uh, this is a reaction to the uh, executive branch appointees refusing to sign pledges. So, he produces this, which is ultimately a pledge that nobody would ever sign in a thousand fucking years, so that later he can go, 
nobody wanted to sign it. Clearly, ethics pledges don't work, so we'll just won't worry about them anymore. Let, oh let me, let's just God. go through a couple of highlights. Uh, I will not, within five years after the termination of my employment as an appointee in any executive agency in which I am appointed to serve, engage in lobbying activities with respect to that agency. No. Uh, in addition to abiding by the limitations of paragraphs 1 and 2, I also agree upon leaving government service not to engage in lobbying activities with respect to any covered executive branch official. No. I will not for a period of two years from the date of my appointment participate in any particular matter involving specific parties that is directly and substantially related to my former employer or former clients, including regulations and contracts. Is he on drugs? Yeah, is, Jesus Christ himself would look at that and go, what the fuck? I'm not, I'm not agreeing to that. Jesus Christ. It's just more and more, basically, we kind of want you to, when we appoint you, we want you to kind of never existed for the five years previous to that, and we want you to cease to exist for at least five years after you're done. Nobody's going to agree to that. That reminds me of, you know, narcissists I've known. Yeah. You weren't supposed to have existed before I met you, and you damn well better not exist if I ever let you go. Yep. Number seven. And now now Trump enters the ring against regulations. This oh this is the, the start of the... Uh, he actually issued several executive orders on regulations. Basically, what he wants is for regulations to go away. He he wants, for every new regulation introduced, he wants two previous regulations abolished. He's set a cap on zero dollars for the enforcement of new regulations. Zub, zub, zub. How about we take his executive orders first? Aren't they regulations? <laughs> nope. I mean, uh, another one. Presidential, presidential executive order on core principles for regulating the United States financials system because you know the real estate bubble never happened uh let me skip ahead a few uh presidential executive order on enforcing the regulatory reform agenda and presidential executive order on restoring the rule of law federalism and economic growth by reviewing the waters of the united states rule which is an environmental regulation he doesn't like if you don't have regulations, you don't get a functioning economy. Without regulations, you get the triangle shirtwaist factory. You get the the, the lack of construction and uh, public utility regulation that led to that. It was back in the 30s when a school blew up and killed so many children while a PTA meeting was let out. So this entire family, families were vaporized during this. So many people died that Adolf Hitler sent a letter of condolence. Adolf oh God. Hitler said, Fuck, that sounds very bad. I'm sorry. Wow. Adolf Hitler. So what you're Hitler. saying is that Trump is actually worse than Hitler. Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, we need regulations. We need OSHA. We need the EPA. We need labor regulations we need regulations on the financial industry we need regulations on the private education industry we need regulations on the healthcare industry 
Well, right. and you know what ma- what makes me laugh is when when um Miss Clinton was uh saying something about how he hadn't paid taxes and stuff like that and then he said you know, and that he had um, exploited loopholes financially and stuff like that. He said, well, um, you know, maybe there I shouldn't be able to do that. Which sort of implied that he might create regulations to not allow a person like him to do that. Instead, yeah. he's trying to get rid of any such regulations that there are already. Yeah, and the criteria for removing these regulations are insane. Criteria the first, regulations that eliminate jobs or inhibit job creation. Make it harder to get rich. Like, for instance, health and safety regulations. Regulations that are outdated, unnecessary, or ineffective. Okay, I'll give him this one. If it can be shown to be outdated, like, for instance... You have to diaper your horse. Yeah, you have to diaper your horse. Or... Cities that have power grids that are, uh, you know, that have one power grid that's AC power and another power grid that's DC power need to carefully mark them. There's only one city like that anymore, and the DC power power grid in New York City is dying by the day. Or ineffective. A, A rule just didn't work. Then, okay, fine. Get it off the books if it's not actually accomplishing anything. Well, but then who gets to define if it was ineffective? There we go. Impose costs that exceed benefits. What is the benefit of a regulation to preserve the life, liberty, and happiness of a person? So impose costs that exceed benefits. Okay, so what you're actually saying with this is there's a dollar figure for how much a human life is worth. And if you can save that dollar figure by not by letting a few workers die, then okay, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, and if they're darker than a paper bag, then they're worth less, probably. Yeah, they're probably only three-fifths the value of a real American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm going to be ill. Create a serious inconsistency or otherwise interfere with regulatory reform initiatives and policies. Translation, make it harder for us to get rid of the rules. Are inconsistent with the requirements of Section 515 of the Treasury and General Government Appropriations Act 2001 or the guidance issued pursuant to that provision, in particular those regulations that rely in whole or in part on data, information, or methods that are not publicly available or that are insufficiently transparent to meet the standard for reproducibility? Translate that from the wonk speak is a rule should... He's basically saying a rule should have a reason, and the reason should be something that's public record, which, okay, fine. Or derive from or implement executive orders or other presidential directives that have been subsequently rescinded or substantially modified. And then he loses me again. Because a fair amount of his activity since entering the Oval Office is going down the list of Obama's uh executive orders going rescind, 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 rescind. So basically, if that one translates to if Trump doesn't like it. Nice. Yeah. No, actually, if Bannon doesn't like it. Yeah, pretty much. Because we all know who the real powers behind the throne are, and they're named Bannon and Putin, not Trump. Yeah. 
presidential executive order on a task force on crime reduction and public safety. Yeah, this will absolutely be used to target minorities. Uh, again, your favorite city to point to, Chicago, which just so happens to be the, the city that Obama... Hmm. Was, uh, yeah, he really hates Chicago, doesn't he? Yeah. Again, you, you've got the same crime rate down there in West Palm Beach. Position heal thyself, maybe. Well, Palm Beach is a hole, and part of the reason is Trump, actually. Yeah. Presidential executive order on preventing violence against federal, state, tribal, and local law enforcement officers. Last I checked, it was already a crime to punch a cop. Why do we need a presidential executive order on this? Because he wants to enforce DAPL when he finally pushes it through, and that's why it mentions tribal. Yep. Um, he wants to make sure that nobody can demonstrate or in any way get physical. Yeah, well, speaking of demonstration, a lot of states lately, have le state legislators have tried pushing through, hey, that whole First Amendment thing, well, fuck that. Uh, the state of Washington tried to, uh, a, a state legislator there tried to make it illegal to uh, protest and made it a felony if anybody could argue that the that the actions of the protesters caused economic harm. You know what? Peaceful protest is it's our first amendment right, dude. You cannot you cannot stand there and shout about the second amendment without first looking at the first amendment. Yep. And I'm sorry, peaceful protest even if even if minor things get broken, you know, and and in general, when people are conducting peaceful protests, they're they're not trying to break things. Yeah, you know. But peaceful protest is our right, and we will not give it up. Yeah. And if you think we're gonna give it up, you got another thing coming because I am ten times more passionate about free speech than any gun owner is about their guns. Yeah, it's like. Let me give you a history lesson, Trump. A few hundred years ago in America, we had some people who were peacefully protesting. And the then government at the time decided, you know what? No more of that. You know what happened next? A little chapter in American history we like to call the Revolutionary War. If you do... A, a, a popular saying, which I am being very careful not to openly support due to the implications of the fact that we're talking about Trump is if you do not allow me to exercise my first amendment rights I will have no choice but to exercise my second amendment rights that's ultimately how America was born and I will tell you that's the thing too it's like if they take away our first amendment rights then the second amendment is the right that people will start coming out for. The Second Amendment is there because of the First Amendment. Exactly. The Second Amendment exists to defend the First Amendment. Exactly. That is exactly what it's there to defend. There is a reason the First Amendment is the First Amendment. It is the, it's the first fucking commandment. It is the great big thou shalt not that everything else extends from. So, you know what? I'm gonna say it. Don't push it, asshole. Presidential executive order on enforcing federal law with respect to transnational criminal organizations and preventing international trafficking. 
this took me a minute to crack the code. It's another damn illegals action. Oh, for God's sake. Because international trafficking, like, for instance, the people who smuggle, or who used to smuggle immigrants into the United States, I mean, the, the southern border just isn't getting that many immigrants anymore. Mexico's economy is improving to the point where, you know, Joe Mexican actually has it better staying in Mexico than trying to sneak into the U.S. Yeah, that's not where they're coming in from. Yeah. So all this freaking the fuck out about the Mexicans. Dude, That that's... What is wrong with you? Read a newspaper. Nah, he just watches cable news. That's yeah. all he does. He watches cable news. Breitbart is not... I'm not sure he knows how to read. Because I don't think he reads these before he said. You know who writes them is Bannon. Yeah. And he doesn't read them before he signs them. You know what, Bannon? We can settle this immediately. Just show us your hands. I mean, you've got to have your arms so far up Trump's ass <laughs> to make his mouth flap like a meat puppet. Your, your hand and forearm must just be this abattoir of semi-digested, well-done steak done up with ketchup whatever horrible, abominable uh, concoctions he drinks to make his skin that shade of Muppet hide orange and his hair the same color as a dead lawn. It's, yo, know, Bannon, show us your hands. With that faint yellow stain from yeah. when he was in Russia that one time. Yeah, show us your hands and arms. I, 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 I will bet. I will bet you a steak dinner, not well done, I might add. I will bet you a steak dinner that we will still be able to see these shit smears. I'm grossed out now. Providing an order of succession within the Department of Justice. Okay, this was actually kind of necessary because he kind of, you know, shit-canned the acting AG when she refused to support his insane bullshit. And probably he did it not because of that, but because she'd warned him about Flynn, who has since resigned. When's Jeff Sessions going to resign? He needs to resign, too. I give it three months. He needs to, he seriously needs to resign because, I mean, he was basically committing treason. Basically? My yeah, ad. basically. It's, it's simply, I mean, he perjured himself. Did you hear, by the way, he is going to redact his testimony. He's decided to resubmit his testimony for the questions that he was asked before he was confirmed. Oh, that's real fucking neat. That means that they should be able to reconfirm him. Oh, I'm guessing that part won't be necessary. Yeah, well, he's going to find himself forced to resign. You lied. Under oath. Under oath. You don't get to go, oops, you caught me. Tell you what, here's what I should have said. You don't get to do that. that that's what he's doing. Go to he's jail. Resubmit, he's redacting and resubmitting his testimony. Go to jail. Go directly to jail. He do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Kiss my ass. Lock him up. Presidential executive order on the White House initiative to promote excellence and innovation at historically black colleges and universities. Also known as, hey, let's further gut the Department of Education. Or, hey, you know those same geniuses who thought women didn't belong in a legislative meeting about women's health issues? 
let, let's let let's let them make the decisions. Fucking brilliant. Basically, what this is is he couldn't find a way to attack Obama's uh, executive orders and executive actions to empower historically black colleges and universities. So he's trying to make it a Trump thing. He couldn't find a way to condemn it, so he wants to absorb it. What an ass! Uh, and then, of course, after he he issued this, somebody had to go correct Betsy DeVos, who you heard about that, right? How she was like, oh, they were so innovative and so brave. And it's like, Betsy, they didn't have a choice. Black people weren't allowed in white universities. Yeah, it's... Oh, man. Betsy fucking DeVos. Jesus Christ. I would not let her within a hundred miles of my kid. Oh yeah, and we're putting her, and we put her Wait, in charge. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we we put her in charge of the Department of Education because that's exactly where this bottom feeding hick belongs. She managed to fuck up a school system in Detroit, 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 where having a school with a roof that you couldn't see through would be a resounding success. Where having a school that had books in it, books at all, would be an improvement. She managed to fuck that up. I mean, good on her for finding a way to to snatch defeat from the very jaws of victory. But that's not the that's not the sort of thing we should be encouraging, you know? Yeah, no, I I'm very and so far she just she hasn't she certainly hasn't done anything or said anything that was memorable in any way but as oh dear christ betsy are you really that stupid yeah oh. and he's if not tomorrow then soon he's going to issue his new immigration ban executive order which i'm sure will get bounced through the courts again and he'll scream and freak out uh and try to undermine the the uh, judicial branch if, guess what the judicial branch exists to Make sure your 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 balls don't get too big. It exists to limit your power. You freaking out about it limiting your power means that you're probably doing something you should not be doing. Yeah, actually, as a matter of fact. Right, he's losing his fucking mind. He's doubling down on the unrepentantly racist uh, pedagogy about uh, immigration. He's... You know, freaking out about Obama must have had me wiretapped. He's freaking out about Jeff Sessions and the Russia thing, stealing the thunder from his uh, Congress speech. When I assure you, the only thunder from the Congress speech was—it was not in my chest; it was in my bowels. (laughs) He's freaking the fuck out. It's only a matter of time. Until we see him shuffling around the West Wing with tissue boxes on his feet, trying to order people uh, to fly an airplane that exists only in his mind. Or or claiming that he invented rain. Or something else insane like that. Oh, God. I mean, I, I obviously didn't watch the um, not a State of the Union speech. But um, I... <sighs> You know, I I watched clips from it later, and the only amazing thing about that speech, the only great thing about that speech, is the fact that he stayed on the teleprompter. 
The one time he went off the teleprompter, people were actually like, oh, "Yeah, he didn't." Oh yeah, you could almost because he was talking about the 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 dead Navy SEAL scoring big or something. Scoring big. It, it what those weren't his words. It, he broke a record. That was it. He broke a record. Yeah, and that that was one time he went off the teleprompter, and people were literally like, "Oh, he didn't." Oh yeah, I mean, if if you actually looked around the edges uh, of of that video, you could see the guy just behind the curtain loading the tranquilizer rifle. I mean, Bannon must have basically put a gun to his head and said, "If you go off the teleprompter, I swear." Yeah, seriously, because, I mean, come on, Donald Trump masks are all over the place. The wigs are all over the place. I mean, hell, Alec Baldwin, you know, can play Donald Trump better than Trump does himself. So, you know, it's not like we couldn't put another puppet in there easily. Yeah. And, you know, and make him say all this stupid Bannon racist shit. So, you know, he must have had Trump scared or something because Trump, except for that one really awful comment and i mean you could see the poor widow she's clasping her hands and looking up at the ceiling basically wondering how soon she can get the hell out of there yeah you know i mean that poor woman that poor woman and and ivanka looking like a parody okay Standing next to this woman. Because, I mean, Ivanka's like her perfect makeup and her perfect dress and her perfectly groomed hair. Next to this woman who is basically a mess. Because she's trying not to cry her face off. Yeah. You know? And then you have you have, you have Ivanka standing there next to her, you know, looking like Bambi, essentially, going... Yeah. You know? And it was like, oh my god, Ivanka, get out of the shot. Get out of the shot! I actually have an observation about Ivanka. Have you noticed? Whenever Ivanka's... There's been a couple times where she's come out first to warm up the crowd or whatever. And then Trump shows up. She freezes. She tilts her head down a little. Her voice drops a bit. This... This is how a woman acts when she's trapped in a relationship with a fucking abuser. With a narcissistic abuser well i mean there there's a theory and i don't i don't want to go too too deep into this because for the same reasons that um because this isn't funny no it's not it's but but it's like you know there are people who are making assumptions based on some of the things melania did and has said that she is basically trapped in her relationship with trump and it's probably why she's not living in the white house and there's there's also, you know, beginning to be that assumption about Ivanka. And people are like, you know, don't say these things. It's not funny. And it's like, it's not funny. It's not funny. That's, That's why we're saying it. You know, when, when people when people were like, you know, blank, blank if you want to be saved, Melania, they weren't actually, I mean, yeah, it was kind of funny, but, but they weren't really trying to be funny. They really meant it. People really do think that. Yeah. That Melania and... And Ivanka are abuse victims. Yeah. But they are prisoners, not really being taken care of. Yeah, it, it's not a way to score some laughs. It's a way to get people thinking about it. Go, ooh, there might be something to that. Yeah, I, I think, and I think at the very least, they both know what he is. Yeah. 
and they're both you know at the very least they're like oh god how the, how could this have happened you know um i don't i don't think anyone and i i actually read an article about this recently and it wasn't about trump himself it was about um the the kids who are in uh yanopolis's entourage mm-hmm. and how they don't really know what to do with the fact that trump won yeah they they never expected him to win and they don't know what to do with the fact that he won now that he's there because being being right means that they really don't have a whole lot to rail against um and this was this was in the wake of Yiannopoulos not being able to speak at Berkeley i think uh-huh. you know when there was that it, that demonstration that turned violent there and how basically Yiannopoulos and his entire entourage were hustled out of there. And there was this um, this uh, British female reporter who was trying to cover the event from Yiannopoulos's point of view, but she's not a fan of his. She just happens to know him. And how she ended up being bundled along with them for fear of her life. Because she'd last been seen with them, she, she had to leave with them. Yeah. And because um, otherwise she might very well have have become a statistic of the violence that night. And she was basically saying that these kids, many of whom are minors, have no idea what to do now. But they're they're basically just entitled haters, very much of the the whole gamer gay, you know, like that kid who you know killed all those women and stuff like that. They're of that stripe, yeah. And really, they just wanted to be noticed, and now they don't know what to do. So now, has Yiannopoulos had to leave the country yet? Not yet. Although he he's probably about to lose his visa, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he could he could get another job and you know resubmit a visa for that job. Although, good luck finding somebody to hire him. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's disassociating themselves from him after that uh, comment he made about... Well, he says he didn't really make this comment, but that the whole child porn thing. Yeah. He's basically dirty. No one wants to touch yeah. him. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's, he's, he's toast. The thing is, his entourage is overwhelmingly straight. Yeah. And anti-gay. Yeah. But he just capitalizes on anti being anti everything even though he is gay he oh god what a mess really yeah it's it's almost i mean this kind of accelerationism it's almost as if it's this finely crafted power play i mean if some prominent democrat stood up after the dust settled and said hey guys hope you liked the show we're going to be running shit for the next few decades because the Republicans have just proved they couldn't organize a prayer meeting in a nunnery. And guess who put Trump up to it? That's right, me. I mean, I'd be like, wow, what a genius. But it's that level of fuck-up. Yeah. I mean, the, the only way the Republican Party is coming out of a Trump administration with any credibility at all is to devour itself. Yeah, I'm really kind of wondering, because, I mean, first of all, despite all the gerrymandering that they managed to pull off, um, you know, Democrats are winning state legislatures now, right and left. And, of course, we're looking at uh, the special election now for Tom Price's um, seat 
uh, congressional seat. And it's looking very much like Ossoff could actually win that. Nope. Um, and so that would be the first federal legislature um, position. Then we're looking, uh, who, who's the guy from Montana who's who's probably um, going to get confirmed? Oh, fuck. The, I forget What's who that name? is. Zinke? No, that's somebody else. Is, um, it, is it Zinke, actually? I think it might be Zinke. Um, anyway, so they're looking at a special election there. And, of course, the Republicans freaked out about that. They tried to not have voting by mail, but that got overturned. Yeah. So there's going to be voting by mail, and that means that a Democrat will probably be elected to that yeah. as well. So, um, you know, I mean, they're losing right and left. Well, the midterms are coming in 2018, and then, frankly, I mean, that it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that that Congress and the Senate will turn over at that point. Well, Congress contains the Senate. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm at the, the, House, the House and the yeah. Senate. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. The House is going to flip hugely next year. Hugely. Yeah. And or so... Huge. Hugely. It'll be big league. So, uh, and I know he really said big league, but it, it's just so hilarious. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, so so that's that's going to flip. And it's like, well, at that point, good luck getting anything done you know, Trump or anyone else, because the only reason, honestly, the only reason he's even getting his cabinet right now, and it's still going as slow as molasses, but the only reason he's getting his cabinet in at all is because the House and the Senate are still slightly Republican. Yeah. But there's absolutely no chance that that's going to be the case as of the midterms. Nope. So really, this this whole this whole administration is a travesty, and uh, honestly, it's the turd that would not flush. Yeah, and and honestly, the more we find out about Trump's dealings with Russia, the more obvious it is that he should just resign before he gets impeached, and not just impeached, but actually indicted, tried, convicted, and sent to jail. Yep. Because, honestly, what he's what he's done constitutes treason. And yep. that means getting sent to jail for the rest of your life. Yep. And I don't think... I don't think the next guy in office, whether he's Republican or Democrat, would care to pardon him. Nope. No, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, or, or, you know, what, what's the right word? Remand his sentence? Commute. Commute his sentence. I don't think, I don't think even that. Yeah, no. It's, you know? That'll never happen. Because he's, he's, he's like Nixon on steroids. Yeah. I, the, the only reason Nixon eventually got pardoned was because he fucking died. Well, didn't he get pardoned before that? I, I, I think he was, he was very ill. Oh, okay, yeah, he, he was, was in, in the process of dying. So they were yeah. like, okay, you're pretty much fucked. I mean, Ford so pardoned he... him almost immediately, honestly. Hmm. But um, but the thing is that I don't see anyone caring to pardon Trump. No. Because he has actually... I mean, I just heard... I was I was just listening to, to the news just before this, and it was, it was, it was a podcast, so it was a, a news show, actually, from late last week. But one of the things it was saying was that this uh, Fertilizer King guy, forget what his name is, but uh-huh. the, the big Russian Fertilizer King guy, who is close to Putin, was seen 
his plane was seen landing at airports with Trumps right before the election. They were in uh, Concord and Charlotte, uh, uh, North Carolina, together a couple days before the election. They were in Las Vegas at the same time. And it's basically some guy who knows what the tail of the plane of this guy looks like. Yeah. And all these times when Trump's plane was in XYZ, he was there too. And it's like, dude, this guy is one of Putin's closest advisors. And, and you know, like like friends and stuff. And it's like, he's, he's the guy, he was involved in Deutsche Bank and stuff. Nah. And it's like... <laughs> Honestly, if it gets any worse for Trump, it's going to be very clear treason. Yeah. I mean, right yeah. there points to possible treason. So. Yeah, he's fucked himself so hard and so blatantly that, yeah, it'll be impossible to pardon him because anybody that pardons him will immediately paint a giant fucking target on themselves. It can't happen. Anyway. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to take this over so much, but I'm very passionate, as, as, as are you. Yeah. All right, uh, I should settle up with the bartender, though. Uh, we should scram. Yeah, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> All right. This podcast is a production of Kitty Dreams Studios, www.kittydreams.com. Meow.